You have reached Carolina Living Insurance, an independent insurance agency. Carolina Living Insurance, this is Jared speaking. How can I help you? Jared, it's Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Doing wonderful. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Well, that's, that's where I feel like I'm successful already without video because I'm in the community. Like I'm on downtown advisory committee. I'm president of the Fletcher Area Business Association. I was president of the PTO for two years when she was in elementary school. I'm engaged with the schools. I ran for a school board two years ago. I mean, I'm highly engaged in community activity. All right. We'll see about that. How's my buddy Jared Bellman of Carolina Living Insurance in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and well, he said it, that's where I feel like I'm already successful without video, and you're probably right, Jared, but oh, wait, just not so fast. I, here's the thing, and this is the this is the really cool thing, and this is the, the, the power of video, and I think that actually was a podcast episode title that maybe, or the power of video gear, I think that was one of your very first uh, podcast appearances, Jared. I don't remember what episode, but the power of video gear starring Jared Bellman, um, so here's this is interesting, right? I never really, I never really fully deployed this approach, if you will, more so on the community side than the actual video side. Um, this is, and, and if you're already active in your community, what do you think adding video to the mix to supplement, to enhance, to kind of amplify that activity? What do you think that would do? Uh, my buddy Richard Brown at. Uh, Ah, oh boy, I can't remember. Central something insurance. I can't remember exactly the name of the agency, but he's doing awesome Facebook Live stuff with people in the community. Um, I, I like that example a lot. So, one, putting other people on camera, that always helps, um, assuming they're not terrible on camera. But imagine if, again, Jared running for school board, it sounds like you might have lost Jared, I don't know, because you would have said I was elected to school board. I don't want to bring it up if it's a sore subject, but um, maybe maybe you win school board if there's videos. Maybe, um, you know, what does that PTO run look like? You know, maybe you don't have to deal with so many parents if they're seeing some videos on, I know, Facebook videos. Maybe this wasn't a thing four years ago, but if they're seeing some videos on Facebook, this is where you can... In a, you know, shooting fish in a barrel, basically. You know the defined audience and you can have a dramatic impact if you're targeting the videos in a very specific way. But the community piece is so important, right? This is where we overlook it, it's just how do we enhance it? And I don't wanna, I don't wanna completely focus on the videos, but I kinda do because it's so much fun. And I really think it's an interesting strategy that I think goes dramatically untapped. Um, Again, what is this all about? This is about, you know, why do you get involved in the community? It's so people know you, right? And and it's it's local, it's immediate. There's there's a there's a, a direct assumption that these people in your area are the people you're going to want to do business with. Now the internet has changed that a little bit in that we can draw those lines wherever we want them. And it was traditionally, you know, when, you know, the previous generation and the one before that was was kind of in the business. They were they were in some cases limited by the reach of 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 that community of that you know county of that whatever to where they they didn't stray too far from home 
But I like that approach, right? What I'm getting after here is what I, I think is, imagine what it's, it looks like if, if you target those videos enough to where, again, in a very concentrated area, you are able to, to, to make impact, uh, you know, basically suck up so much attention to where you can walk and you probably should walk around town. This is the end goal, right? This is where I think you know it's working is if people start recognizing you from those videos. And it's not necessarily a vanity thing. It's that's when you know you've 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 got something, right? And everybody secretly watches those, right? And and you don't necessarily get that feedback right away. It's not something that somebody wants to run up and admit to, hey, I watched that video about this thing. You know, they don't they're not gonna ask for your autograph. And that's where they slow play it. And and this is something again creating content just you know giving you the example of, of within agency nation of, of of this small community right we're, we're dealing within a very concentrated area per se it's not not necessarily geographical but more industry based to where you know if Sydney or I show up someplace for example we were at the big eye fall leadership conference a couple weeks ago and people know who you are you've never met them before but they know who you are because you've created something that is highly targeted and relevant to them. And then you show up in that place and it's, it's very easy for somebody for you to, you know, gain a lot of attention. But now this is interesting. They're going to slow play it, right? But you're going to notice that more and more people constantly want to talk to you. There's going to be more and more opportunities because of that familiarity that you've already created with those targeted focused videos within that geographic region. So, you know, again, they're just not going to openly come out. It's if and you'll notice it'll happen about, you know, about the 15 to 20 minute mark of that conversation. If you stick with it to where they might say, oh, yeah, I watched that video. And then, oh, maybe I watched that one, too. And then it starts like, well, wait a second. Uh, did I see you outside my window uh, the other night, like with some binoculars? Is that what's happening here? I'm not quite sure. And so it's that lot of familiarity, if you will. And imagine, you know, just think, just think of all of the great business connections that you were able to attract without it. Yeah, that's worked out great. I mean, if you took the business connections I have from that networking group and the teachers slash parents, and I mean, those parents have turned into, I mean, one of those parents that I was on, the treasurer when I was president, she's a commercial lender. So, I mean, I get referrals from her all the time. All right, commercial lender is certainly a good place to start. Uh, that's probably worked out well for you, Jared. So now think about this. Imagine, just imagine, in a perfect world, let's say you you took my buddy Richard Brown's idea and you did the you did the interview with the commercial lender of saying, "Hey, such and such is such a great commercial lender. Uh, if you are in need of commercial lending, uh, you need to talk to my person here, or whatever. How to talk about you know creating value? How to talk about why it's difficult to get." whatever. Again, adding value up front for that person, interviewing them, having a conversation that's relevant to their audience. Then you're going to get them. Basically what this does, this strategy is going to get you not just access to them, the, the people that have entered your network to where you're making that one-to-one, -one, but there's a better chance of being exposed to their extended network, right? So if we're thinking like Venn diagrams or something, or some, t some type of chart, you're going to get the people that are orbiting their their kind of situation. And that's interesting. That's kind of what we're after. So again, back to the, the PTO example. Again, quick example of, I don't know, Hendersonville PTO meeting, 
uh, or whatever. Um, th- these are the top things, you know, top five things for the month of whatever, talking about that school's, you know, challenge with the kids. How do we help our kids do that? Fo- basically focusing something on creating value for, again, that audience of the PTO to where, again, everybody that, that you are connected with and networked with is going to get that get that message and then they're going to want to share it again with their extended network, right? This is something that's going to compound, multiply the thing. So you're not just doing, you're just not kind of showing that commitment, that involvement to the, you know, the, maybe the 10 people, the 20 people that you're actively engaged with, but it's going to go to, you know, maybe two or 300 people that are paying attention kind of loosely to the situation. And that's an interesting strategy, I think. I just think it opens up so much more doors. I think it gives you so much more opportunity to kind of highlight and demonstrate, you know, the great things that are happening in your community, add a ton of value to not just the people you're trying to do business with, but the people that you're connected with and they're trying to do business with. Putting things on video just never hurts, right? It's just a kind of a permanent public record of of that kind of involvement, of that being helpful. And and again, I've, I, I never fully kind of executed that, but I would be very curious to to see what would happen, you know, Jared, if, if something like that were to, to work. Because I agree, I absolutely agree that there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do it. Well, I think there's a fine line between teaching on teen driving safety and what my advisor role would be in that. Why increase coverage? Why have an umbrella? Like, I always laugh at the how to not freeze your pipes. Like, I really think plumbers should be doing that, not insurance agents. I don't know. That's just... Makes too much sense. You're right, Jared. I'll finish that sentence for you. Uh, yes, and the, 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 the five ways to winterize your home blog post has has taken plenty of, of heat, if you will, uh, in these parts of the insurance world, then I think you're right. I, I don't, I don't, I, I think we're the wrong expert giving that information, giving that advice. Um, but again, being helpful is still key to the whole thing. And to Jared's point, we were, I can't remember exactly how we got on the topic of teen driving. He was maybe thinking about, you know, volunteering for a teen driving class or something. I don't, I don't honestly know. But he's like, yes, the reason is, is like, hey, here's where, you know, this, you know, teen driving safety impacts. These are the things you're going to want to think about, you know, now having a teen driver entering your house, you know, umbrella, liability coverage limits, all of those fun things that just get become a more terrifying reality for parents and their barely emotionally stable offspring controlling kind of a death machine, if you will. But that's great, Jared. That's a fantastic idea. Um, you know, that again, but there's no reason just again, back to the, if we're, if we're going to adopt in some ways loosely, the Gary V school of, of document don't create, uh, well, I mean, again, let's just take the document part for the example. Like that's something that in a perfect world would be great to document that kind of that, you know, you know that teaching the, the, the whole lesson behind it, the, the why it's important. And then again, how it relates to, to the people you're trying to help within your business, documenting that process. So I just, I don't think, so I love the community involvement, but I think there's ways to just leverage it even more. If you build content around it, 
again, with the way, whether this is social media, um, maybe this is something uh, that that works in, and my brain doesn't really work in this way too well, but there are people that it does. Maybe this is something that works in a kind of an Instagram, Insta stories type of format to where you can kind of show these things in real time. Again, I still would double up, honestly. I just, the the thought of that only existing for 24 hours destroys my soul on so many levels. So yes, it's it should maybe be there, but it also, I think, should be somewhere for the record of, you know, best teen driver safety tips in Hendersonville. You know, so that's something that can be found, you know, not just within 24 hours, but, you know, this month, next month, the following month, one year, two years from now. And and again, it's not completely uh, churn and burn as far as that is concerned. So there is some long-term value. There is a shelf life to that thing that extends beyond, you know, a, a very short window of time. So I think, I just, I think adding a video to the mix, uh, creating content in conjunction with that community involvement should never be underestimated, understated, undersold. It's something that should be maybe thought of maybe even before the community involvement happens. I don't know, that feels weird and backwards, but it's fascinating. I just, I think, so the goal, and I, and again, I think this is going to uh, come in various shapes and sizes. And I'd be curious to, to hear what, what if you have something that has worked for you already, joyagencynation.com, or um, what it ends up looking like for you as you're kind of thinking as this is percolating. This is, again, just the concept of, hey, how do I create something that is maybe more scalable than being in front of the 20 or 30 people that are physically in that room right now? How do I scale beyond those four walls? How do I how do I leverage the, you know, the powerful, essentially broadcast tools that I have literally at my fingertips in the in my in the palm of my hand in my pocket all you get all of those things how do i leverage that to extend beyond the relationships that are in the room and kind of start hitting that network that is outside that room and how can that really help benefit you and your business and your agency i think it's really fascinating i just i don't think it should be undersold and just think if you have been successful with your community involvement without any type of content video to support it, how successful could you be with it? What are our feelings on too much cologne guy? I mean, to be honest, I think it could go one of two ways, really. One, I appreciate their sensitivity to the aromas that may or may not surround me. The fact that they they, they take an extra step in the process to ensure that it is not, in most cases, a negative experience. However, it's easy to get away with said uh, caring, and it just becomes overwhelmingly pungent. I was walking into Target today, and I'm trailing a dude by probably a good 20 or 30 feet, and just it was... I was I was in the I was in I was in it I was just in the the trail it just wafted right into my face and it just burned the nostrils and I'm like dude I'm 20 or 30 feet behind you and you smell like a Christmas tree and I'm not sure what to do about it it's a little much and it's like again 4:47 on a Tuesday afternoon and this dude's lathered up like he's going to his first junior high dance and I'm I'm just not sure what's happening just looks like a run of the mill dude I, I didn't really get a look to see exactly what his situation was 
Um, but, I mean, it felt maybe a little excessive for the time and place. However, I can appreciate the sensitivity to the situation. And it's probably much preferred than the alternative, I think. Although, I don't know. Is Cologne a thing? I don't know. I don't really... Not that I go around smelling a lot of dudes all that often. But, I mean, occasionally I'll get a whiff. And, uh, I don't know. Just doesn't seem to be as of, as much of a thing as, you know, again, when you were just like a... Again, you're getting dudded up for that, that junior high dance. I don't know. Cologne? No cologne? I feel like perfume's more of a thing than cologne is. At least, I don't know. I, I act as if I'm plugged into any sort of really social norm these days. JoeyAgencyNation.com If you think you want your agency to uh, smell nice for everybody around you, sure, why not? AgencyNation.com slash newsletter. Head on over there. Uh, that's where we're going to get uh, all of our, our sniffs in together. This is just not working out very well. Uh, and hang out Sunday mornings with me. It'll be a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing from you. Uh, newsletter, all that fun stuff. So agencynation.com slash newsletter. And I'll see you there.